the me. And these two jerks podcast. They're idiots. They're idiots with microphones. I don't know how that happened. Me and these two jerks, uh, welcome back this week. Uh, I want to say thanks to Prelude Web and Marketing, our website. All the episodes up there, meandthesetwojerks.com. We're back um, with the uh, the three jerks. Well, I'm sorry. The two of us are jerks, but the three it's original cast members are oh, back this week. Yep. Kyle has recovered from the Rona, so we're good to go. Um, what? Strep. It's, it was strep. Oh, what? The Rona. It was not the Rona. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm in the... Uh, Hacking up hot yellow stuff state. Um, <laughs> See now I'm now I regret asking you how you were yeah. feeling. Yeah, oh. but uh, that that's I'm I'm told that's an encouraging sign. So oh yeah, uh, we're excited about it too. Better, so we can't wait to watch this because you know we do this on the Zoom meeting, so we can sit there and watch you hack this up. Great, I'm, I'm yeah. excited. Oh yeah, yeah, real exciting. Hmm. So it looks like, gentlemen, that the. Um, we're going to start easing some of the restrictions uh, due to the Rona and um, some of the businesses and economy is going to open back up a little bit. So uh, are you guys excited about that? Are you ready to get back out there and get out of your houses? Because, Jamie, I know you've kind of been you've kind of been holed up there for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited in a way. I, I mean, I, I've got some reservations about it. Most of my reservations are about the fact that the general public can you know, handle the responsibility of doing this in the in the proper way. I just don't think they could do it. I think some people can, but there's going to be those that aren't going it's, to it's abide by anything. It's complicated. I do like how they could step in locally and make some adjustments to the plan. Uh, but the plan itself is, is I think, almost too complicated for the average person. Um, well, it's because when in doubt, people are stupid. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm going to be honest. I've seen a lot of dumbasses the last month. You know, people go to the store with their full family of four or five. The three little kids are not wearing masks. Mom and dad have masks on, but the kids, no. They're coughing away and touching everything. Um, I just have not seen a whole lot of common sense. And I, I, I hope, I hope that over the next month, some people learn some things. We'll have to wait and see, though. I think any of these plans that involve, you know, easing back in and being smart, um, I think they just have failure to some degree written all over them because again i don't think people can handle it uh, i'm not necessarily advocating that we just close up shop for everything for the longest time but you know with privilege comes responsibility you know yeah you can go back out to some stores but be smart about it wear your mask don't go to every store known to man right um, only go for essential things all that sort of stuff that's where i really wonder if people can handle that kind of thing. Well, I think you're already seeing, um, and people were talking about this. I saw a news story the other day that people were complaining about uh, speeders and whatnot because I think people are already kind of taking advantage of some of the new rules that I really don't think are in effect yet. I think that's coming this next week, the kind of loosening of the restrictions. But people are already jumping ahead of the game. And, you know, there was part of me, and I'm just going to play devil's advocate with this a little bit. There was part of me that wishes they would just rip the Band-Aid off and let's get back to normal. I know that's not a practical idea, you know, but will people abide by and adhere to these rules of the slowly getting back to normal, the phases that Governor Holcomb has rolled out? Is it going to work or not? That's my question. I just don't think people will adhere to it. And therefore, we probably won't really know if it works or not. 
Well, I guess we'll know by we'll do the numbers of the confirmed COVID-19 cases. Are they going to begin to increase when the restrictions become looser? I guess that will be our telltale sign, right? Well, and and they'll be testing more people. Um, you know, I was originally sent to get a corona test when they diagnosed me with strep throat and, you know, did the whole thing with the teledoc and they're like, you need to go get tested. So I went to get tested. But we don't have enough tests, but we can tell you've got strep throat. We just don't have enough tests to just test random people. So, you know, the, the amount of people that will be diagnosed will go up, but it simply will be a just a, a symptom of having more tests available in the area as opposed to, you know, say a week or two ago. Now, with all that being said, I stepped out, as Eric said, you know, I kind of was living in my my house, my little bubble um, for a few weeks there. But I stepped out starting... I don't know, probably 10 days ago because I had um, I had a little a little rotting spot on the back of my garage. There's kind of a shed part on the back of my garage where the bikes and stuff are kept a little mm -hmm. bit rotting part. And you know how those things work. As soon as you start kind of tearing into it, a little rot became, oh, there's a lot of rot. This needs to be replaced. That needs to yeah, I mean, you get it. It's spiraled there, right? out of control is what you're saying. Yeah. So what I thought was going to be like, hey, take a few scrap pieces of plywood and kind of patch this hole became... This whole thing with reframing part of stuff and putting new wood all over the back of it and reorganizing this and that. And like everything else at your house, it's just spiraled out of control. But that's taken me to the home center. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. And how'd dun, that work dun, out dun. for you? Well, so I'll just come out and say I went to Menards. Okay. And, uh, you know, the first time I went... There was no restriction. You couldn't be under 16, which I barely make the cut for. So I'm good. <laughs> um, right. 25 years that, ago. There was that restriction. But uh, but everything else was good. Although I tried. I really tried to go online and order some stuff. And, and they've made it so like if you order, you know, you order your stuff from the lumber yard, you can just go straight to the to the gatehouse. Right. You don't have to go in the store. So I tried to do that. But that stuff, it's hard to buy wood online. You know, like when you're talking about thicknesses of plywood and qualities and whatnot, like it's hard to to me, it's hard to do that. So I got in there and I realized I bought the wrong thing and I ended up zigzagging across the store, like returning it, going to the building place to get a new ticket to buy new ones. And and it, it all backfired. This idea of of not not staying home or not getting in the in the fray, so to speak. But then the second time I go back was just this past weekend. And now they've added in that everybody has to wear a mask. So they've got this really nice woman at the at the door being security, and they've got some kind of like fake walls um, up, sort of, you know, kind of forcing the traffic in so she can talk to everybody. And she was so nice. I would hate to have her job because you know she was nice. Oh. But I'm sure people were absolute jackasses to her. I mean, she needed to be paid 30 or $40 an hour, and it probably still wasn't worth it. That's hazard pay awful. that woman deserves. It was awful. And so I would say when I walked in, there were a handful of people. You know, you could walk in, and you're, like, right there by customer service, and so people are returning stuff, and, you know, it's a big wide entrance, so multiple people are walking in. Uh, and I was there on uh, I was there on a I was there on Sunday, so it's, you know, it's a high-traffic time frame anyway. And... Most people are pretty receptive to this idea. A lot of people are wearing masks, but she's stopping the people that aren't, and she's telling them they can buy one and, and that kind of thing. And when I fir first walked in, nobody really gave her much grief. But right. 
I zigzagged across the store um, several times trying to figure out the things that I needed. And so I walked back past that area a couple of times and I heard her. And of course, I, I'm me. So I paused and thought, oh, I want to hear. I want to hear what happens here. Uh, I want to see how this goes down. Uh, and I'd see like, you know, she talked to a, a couple of people and they'd go, oh, OK, and they'd go buy a mask and whatnot. And then about every, I don't know, fifth or sixth person was like, I ain't wearing a mask. Ugh. And it would storm out. And most of them weren't like incredibly mean to her. But they weren't like super nice either. Like she's the messenger, man. She's just doing what she's told. That's all yeah. she's doing. And you shouldn't be you shouldn't be rude to her because upper management is telling her to do X, Y, and Z. Now, I will say that I have not I've not worn a mask in any of this. Um I've You should. I, you know what? I think to each their own. I have practiced social distancing. I've tried to do all the right things. I, I just don't. The masks aren't for me. And so I feel I mean, there's for the her, health reasons. And then there's just you. Right. There's two reasons that you should wear it. I feel for that young lady having to do that job. And if I, I, I don't know, I, I just felt bad for it. I'm sure she didn't it's deserve an awful it. gig, man. Terrible. Awful gig. Not one that I would want in a million years. I mean, seriously, how much would they have to give you an hour? Like if they said, Eric, here's what we need you to do. Here's the job. And and throw out that you're like, you know, that you're scraping the bottom of the barrel, that you've got a million bills to pay, that your kids are starving. Throw out any of the extremes. Let's just say that you're like, you know, middle of the road, working class kind of person. And they're like, hey, Eric, here's your here's your gig. <laughs> how much how much you got to make an hour to do that? I think I'd use a vacation day. <laughs> to be honest, if they if I came to work and they said, Eric, you're doing this, I'm like, you know what? I, I think I've felt the corona coming on. I gotta go home. Why don't you let Philip fill in for me? I don't <laughs> want to do it. I I would do it if they paid me fifty cents for every mask I sold. Oh, you get a fifty cent return, oh. you get fifty percent. Right, this guy's getting royalties. Yeah. Oh yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Bush. It's only a dollar. Are you sure you don't want a mask? Maybe you should buy two, one for later on. Look at you on the upsell. Oh, I like it. I yeah. like it. You can get the plain, ugly white one for a dollar, or you can get the pretty pink one for two. Yeah. Now, do they give the option of Menards? Can no, you really Eric, do something I like that? Up. Okay, I wasn't sure. I haven't been into Menards in a little while. So, yeah. so getting the mask right now, and I know, I, you know, I have to get it for my employees. It's not an easy process. You, you have to jump through a lot of hoops to get them. Um, I personally just ordered some some cloth ones for myself on Amazon uh, because the surgical masks with glasses. You're walking around, you can't see anything because you you fog your glasses up. So right. this cloth one I got, pretty sweet, goes around the ears, nice and snug, and it, it prevents the fogging of the glasses. It's not a real big deal. Um, and I've been sick, you know, I had strep throat and some sinus stuff, so I think it's important I wear a mask right now. So I've been wearing one, one as much as possible when I go out. Um, you know, if I go to a gas station, I don't wear it, but if I'm going to a, a grocery store or Menards, I will I will wear a mask and not complain. And you know. I get why some people hate it. My my opinion on it is though, if if a business is going to require it and you want to go there, you got to follow the rules. I agree. I'm I agree. with you. But but you're not answering the question, Kyle. How much do you have to get paid to do the security job at Menards? Okay, twenty bucks an hour plus fifty cents for every mask I sell. Twenty bucks an hour plus fifty cents for every mask. Okay. I still don't think I'd do it. You still don't think you'd do it? I don't think so. You'd you'd bring home fifteen hundred bucks in a week. I don't know. Easy. It sounds like a lot of shit, though. <laughs> I I wanted to ask her how much she's getting paid, but of course that's rude, so I didn't. 
but you know yeah. how many you know how many hearts you break you know larry comes in just needing that little part for his toilet tank and he won't wear a mask and you can tell him to get the hell out of there <laughs> <laughs> you sir get out you know i i'm i'm with you on one point you made now again i i said a few minutes ago You're i've sure. not i've not worn a mask through any of this and you know i kind of think that's my choice however i do agree with what you said if you're walking into an establishment i think businesses have the right to run their business as they see fit and if that's what they want to require you to do then you need to follow the rules as you said to walk into and patronize that business and if you don't want to follow the rules well then that's fine too you can go elsewhere right well and it's 2020 if wearing a mask bug- bugs you that much just buy it on Amazon. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's true, too. And Jamie is enjoying another bag of chips. I got some chips here. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and, you know, the new trend now is you've got these uh, these real tough guys that get on Facebook and they go Facebook Live when they're screaming at said Menard security person or front desk person or, or cart boy about having to wear a mask just to make themselves look like king of all douches on Facebook. And that's awful. If, if, if you're going to do that, you might as well just go ahead and delete your Facebook account because that's awful. You might as well delete a lot of things out of your life if you are yeah. that, that low and that I, horrible of a person to berate somebody who is just simply doing their damn job. I actually wish I would see that live because then I would go Facebook live talking about Dan, who was berating little Bobby, you know, the cart boy, for just doing yeah. his job. I would just be the next step out going, here, watch Dan be a complete <laughs> asshole to Bobby. <laughs> I'm and in for that. You would be that guy, and you would do play-by-play the whole damn thing, too, wouldn't you? I'm totally in. I mean, I'd probably get beat up afterwards, but it might be worth it. Well, from your last COVID quarantine chronicles video, you're quite the runner, so you may not get caught. That's right. That's right. I'm a little swift on my feet. so I can do it. So what else but, happened on your trip to the home improvement store? But guys, I've got to tell you about the, the special part. I mean, this is the secret. We it's haven't big. We haven't gotten to the good part yet. No, oh, shit. no, this is the good part. So I go out into, into the yard. And um, first I talked to the guy at the gate who uh, asks me if I know where I'm going. And I said, I do, but I totally want to redesign this place. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, Oh, I do too. And so then we we shared a nice moment where we each think that it's set up um, horribly. I don't think it's set up horribly, I suppose, uh, as much as I I want to get out in the yard in this day and age of technology. I don't want to buy my thing ahead of time and then scan my sheet and 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 go through the the gate and be locked into that. I want to be able to go, oh yeah, I need some four by fours. Now that I'm here looking at them, I do need a couple of four by fours. Why somebody can't come up with a a little Android thing and swipe my card and print me a ticket on the spot. Like they do it. Like say the, like what the car wash, you know, where they like print your thing right there. Right. Why that can't happen. I don't know. I need that to happen. So we share that it, moment. They got but, the people on the inside trying to sell you dish network. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, I, I actually think it's a win at Menards. If I can avoid that guy, I've never yeah. seen that. Like I'm not going back near mattresses and appliances just so that guy won't go. Tell me about your entertainment needs. <laughs> I, you know, you make a good point because I've been to Usually. both to both of the 
home improvement stores uh, that we have here locally. And they're kind of one extreme to the other. The one you do what you just explained, you go in, you say, hey, I need six two by fours, you know, five two by sixes, a treated four by eight sheet of three quarter inch plywood. And they print the ticket and you go drive back there and do your thing. The other one, you got to walk through the store and load all that crap on one of the carts and try not to kill everybody while you're pushing those 10 foot boards, you know, through those aisles. And I always try and figure out which one I think is more convenient. I'm not really sure. I, I think they both have their advantages because I do want to look at this stuff. I mean, if you're just going to go buy two by fours, whatever you go, you want to go pick them out. You can do that either place. But if you're like, you know, I, I'm working on the back of this uh, back of the shed. I'm not really sure. Like plywood's not my middle name. You know, there's different grades and different plies and whatnot. Like I, I'm a visual person. I go, right. I, I want to go. I okay, think that'll yeah, fit. This, and so two times in a row, I bought something and then I got in there and I was like, oh yeah, that sucks. I don't want that. I need I five eighths, not here. three quarters. Right. I mean, exactly, exactly. But I haven't even gotten to the secret yet. So I'm going back to pick up my supplies. And as I said, I get back there and I'm like, um, that's what I got. And I go back and check my, you know, my receipt to just to be sure. But it it kind of looks junky. And I think it probably would have been OK, except this particular like lot of wood had just been picked over and it was kind of warped and whatnot. And there seemed to not be any more. Right. You know, it was it, you just couldn't you couldn't get more. And so I'm looking over at this other stuff that is also the same size, only I guess it's a different you know, it's a different number of plies, so different quality or, or whatever, but they're, they're kind of the same price. They're within, uh, I don't know, a quarter or 30 cents or something of each other. I'm not really sure. The first kid I ask just comes over and like stands and stares and doesn't really say anything. And so, you know, kind of waits for me to just go. So this is, this is all I got to choose from. And then he jumps on that and goes, yep, that's it. <laughs> Good luck, Thanks. buddy. Thanks, Chief. Um, and then, uh, so I stand around a little bit more, and then this other man comes over. We'll call him Pete. Okay, Pete. Mostly because I want to protect his identity. <laughs> Was he a sneaky Pete? No, no. Real nice guy. And so I explain it to him, and he goes, yeah, that doesn't look very good. He goes, what about this over here? And I said, well, I, I bought this stuff, not that stuff. And he says, it's okay, partner. Must be in the training because it's the second guy who's called me partner in the lumberyard part. Call all the guys partner, especially the tall, skinny ones. They like it. <laughs> it's, it must be a thing. <laughs> I don't know. So I said, but but I bought I bought you know wood A, and you're telling me to get wood B. And he goes, Oh yeah, it's no big deal. Until you go back out past that guard shack. That's the secret. So we load it into the car. I go back to the guard shack. It's the same guy that I've already, you know, had the rapport with. We want to redesign everything. And he says, you know, can I look in the back? And I said, well, of course. And I said, oh, hey, that wood isn't the same as what's on the receipt. It was it was bad. It was warped, whatever. So we got something that was fairly comparable, but I'm sure it's a different skew. Um, but Pete said it was okay. And I barely got that out of my mouth. And he goes, Oh, Pete said it was fine. Fine with me. <laughs> and he shuts the tailgate and he's like, have a nice day, partner. <laughs> and I'm out. Okay. Um, I need to go talk to Pete. 
Next time I go there. I don't even think you have to talk to Pete. I think you just have to name drop Pete. You'll have to tell me off the air what the guy's real name was so I can go name drop that next time I go there. I'm going back in. I'm like, you know, I ordered a four by four, just the eight foot one. But this this lot of 20 foot four by fours, you know, all 42 of them. Pete said I could go ahead and have those instead. (laughs) Oh, Pete did? Yeah, no problem. Have a good day, partner. Pete's the man. I mean, Pete's apparently well known around the lumber yard. And all you got to do is name drop Pete and you just walk out of there with whatever you, whatever you want. Well, that's good because I'm kind of embroiled in a little um, home project myself. Um, my two-year-old needs a swing set. Have you guys ever, you know how hard it is to come upon a swing set kit in this town right now? It is next to impossible. It's and, like toilet paper. Yeah. And we went to one store um, the other day and the person was like, we can't even order them online right now. I was like, good God, why is there a run on swing sets right now? But anyway... Um, we went to said home improvement store that you, you, the same one you were at, well, probably the one or the other in the town, but neither here nor there. And I thought it was real simple to be able to buy one of these things. Like you walk up, you see a picture and I go, I want that kit. The one with the slide and the swings and the rock wall and whatever the hell else. No, you go and pick this and that is your hardware, the nuts and the bolts and the brackets and whatever else. Then you go and pick the slide, which is an upsell. Then you go and pick out your swings, which is an upsell. And then when you get to the end of all that crap, then they go, oh, by the way, now you've got to go to the lumber yard to buy the lumber to build the damn thing with. Okay, well, if I got to go through all that trouble, what is this kit that I'm buying for $300? Oh, well, that's the screws and the bolts and all that other stuff. And I'm like, couldn't I just go to your screw and bolt aisle and buy this crap? You know, a la carte department. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. And probably get it a hell of a lot cheaper. I've never seen something so crazy in my life. Maybe I need to go back to that place and talk to Pete and he can get me the hookup. Maybe you just need to take your kid to the park. Hey, good idea. (laughs) Sorry, son. We don't have room for that. We have have sandy soil. Get a tire and a rope and a a tree. And yeah, I don't have a good enough tree in my backyard. Well, that's a you problem. I know. It's real crappy planning. I didn't plant it. I didn't I didn't plant trees back there 30 years ago. Come on now. No, but you moved in. I did, yeah. and I cut a tree down after I moved in. So ah! <laughs> you created a fetus yeah. living in a house without a suitable tree for a swing. That's That's, I'm just gonna build him a damn swing set, Kyle. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, just just make one up. I'm gonna go tomorrow. I think that's gonna be my project tomorrow. The weather's looking pretty decent. And you know, the uh, one time that, that I knock it out. Home improvement project that we we made six trips to Menards in one day. That's Why is that right. my fault? I don't know. That's a you problem, not we. a me problem. You, it was we. Oh, okay, because you and you said, "Hey, Eric, come help." You didn't say, "Hey, Eric, come do and come prepared." Yeah. But you ever find like if if you have a project you want to do on a weekend, if you can get in and out of Menards or Lowe's with just one trip, it feels like a huge win. A huge win. You know, it's usually. Awful. Going at least two to three, maybe four, or me and Eric's case, six times. The initial trip to one of those places to do a project is awful. And I always try to do it like on Thursday or Friday night because, I mean, it's like half a day. Right. You have to go to the lumber yard. It's awful. 
Then you got to go, how many screws do I need? Do I need nails? Do I got to get washers with those bolts and the nuts and all that other crap? You got to run all that through your hair. Unloading all that junk. Yes. I mean, gosh, if you've got like multiple sheets of plywood or something, it's like you got to take care of it and then get it into your garage or wherever you're doing it and stack it. I learned this from a guy I work with. You got to stack it all neatly. I mean, that that crap takes so much time. I just want to build something. Damn it. I just want to get this over with. I don't want to dick around doing all this shit. Just come on. No, the thing is, I like doing it, but I like the the like the the visual. You don't like the prep work. Something. No, oh my god, the prep work. I, I just want that crap to show up. Like when it, when I had some contractors work on my house like ten years ago, and of course they're I mean they're getting two by sixes by the by the dozen, so right. it makes sense for them. But you know, that was the first time that I'd really been involved in like the Menards truck like backing up my driveway and just dropping off a whole load of crap, and I was like, well. Crap. That's the way to do it. Hell yeah. Yeah. You don't even have a truck to do it in. It's got to be a real royal pain in the ass for you. The thing is, I love the inside of Menards. Like <laughs> going up and down the inside of Menards when you just kind of look at things and, you know, whatever. Can I wire this? Let me see this screw. Like I'm in for all that. But when you have like a list and a time frame and then you have to go to the damn lumber part and like load stuff. And I mean, we're loading it in the minivan because that's how we roll. <laughs> Like, I don't want anything to do with that. Hey, I, I know, just want to go home and build it. I know a guy that can sell you a pickup truck. I don't like that guy. <laughs> I don't either. It's just, you know, these home improvement projects, man, you never know what you're going to get into. Well, clearly now, the secret, is if you didn't Pete. know it before today, the secret is, is Pete. Pete. Go to the lumber yard, get whatever you want within reason, and then say... Oh, Pete said it was okay. Was this at the north or south location? I can't tell you. Oh, well, you're not helping me much. It was in Danville, Illinois. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm Dude. trying to protect Pete, damn it. Oh, man. Pete. Hmm. Partner. It's partner. <laughs> I think it was a D in it. Partner. 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 Gotcha. You think gotcha. Pete's also the one in charge of hiring all the checkout females? <laughs> You would take it there. You would go down that route. Yeah. I mean, it, back in the day, it was pretty obvious. I pretty mean, they understand who their clientele is. Pretty obvious of what, Kyle? They hired a certain type of, of cashier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see how deep you will dive into this. I'm not diving in much deeper than that. I'm just saying at one point in time, it was very obvious. A couple of X chromosomes. Yeah, <laughs> prerequisite. I never had a Jason check me out at Menards. Nope. <laughs> not usually. Nope. Lots of Kayleys. Not a lot of Jasons. <laughs> they, yeah, that's a good point. They know what that they're doing. Me, that makes me want to go up there and apply to be a cashier and see what they say to me. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, right after I Facebook Live Dan in the parking lot berating <laughs> the cart boy, I'll, uh, I'll go apply for a cashier oh. position. Your name is Eric? Well, we got a great job for you back in lumber. That's the beauty. <laughs> I'm Jamie. What about the plumbing section? They no, might I'm get out. confused by me. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't know what, you know. Until I walked in. Um, yeah. So. Thanks for the secret, Jamie. I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad to know that now. I'm happy to share this <laughs> with you guys. All right. Well, Jamie, thanks for letting us know the secret and we're all going to go track down Pete the next time the we stop Pete. by. The secret is right. Pete. 
So regardless of what you want, you can just get in and get out by mentioning Pete's name. Pete said it was okay. All right. So check out our website, me and these two jerks.com. It's all put together by our friends at Prelude Web and Marketing. And um, all right, guys, get your projects done and go thank Pete's. <laughs> Damn it.